0: Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. Let's head out to Edmonton, Alberta to catch up with Nelson Rago, the founder of Cool Blind Tech. Hey, good morning, Nelson. Hey, good morning, Dave. So, Nelson, let's start in the world of academia. A new study published in the journal iScience finds that AirPods can help people with moderate hearing loss. Nelson, before we talk about the findings themselves, who conducted the research?
1: Uh, it was actually conducted out in Taiwan. Um, so, uh, the, uh, they had 21, uh, patients that, uh, were part of the study and, uh, the average age of the, um, participants were about 41 years of age. And, uh, like you said, um, uh, from mild to moderate uh, hearing loss, uh, they tested them, uh, in this, uh, study.
0: So that's the methodology. What did they find in regards to the way that AirPods could benefit people with moderate hearing loss?
1: Well, uh, they had interesting results. So, uh, by utilizing uh, Apple's uh, built-in Live Listen feature, uh, they found that uh, in comparison with the uh, the premium uh, hearing aids, uh, the AirPods 2 uh, did not do so well compared to the other devices. But it was they thought it was better than not using anything. Uh, for the AirPods Pro, uh, they actually thought it was just as good as the basic um uh, hearing aids so which something that could be like a few thousand dollars so uh so in comparison to those devices the uh, the airpods pro did pretty well in a quiet environment uh, not so well in a, a really noisy environment uh when there was noise coming from the front um but the side noise uh it actually did pretty well uh with um in comparison with the other hearing devices so it was um an interesting result. Uh, I mean, it's it's something that people can utilize because uh, there is a stigma out there having hearing aids. So, uh, you know, the AirPods Pro is, is not, uh, you know, something that people would assume that uh, is a hearing aid device. So it was a, a pretty good result, I guess, for the AirPods Pro, not so much for the AirPods uh, uh, 2, uh, but definitely for, for someone who uh, was looking at uh, improving their hearing and is not ready for hearing aids yet, uh, Uh, They do suggest that uh, devices like this can be helpful for those uh, with uh, uh, some hearing loss uh, because most people who actually uh, do lose their hearing uh, actually don't use hearing aids.
0: No, many don't. Many don't. As you mentioned, sometimes it's stigma, sometimes it's cost, sometimes it's something in between, maybe inconvenience or uncomfortability of the hearing aid. Nelson, here's my question, though, because this is really important. How does an AirPod end up being a benefit for someone with moderate hearing loss? Like, uh, well, what's, like what's the technology? How is it making? How is it improving the hearing experience for someone?
1: Yeah, so to give an example, so if someone goes into the accessibility uh, settings, uh, or actually under the Control Center, uh, you can enable the Live Listen feature, and it'll actually utilize the microphone on the iPhone itself, and then it'll transmit uh, the audio from uh, to Bluetooth to the AirPods Pro in real time. So as long as you have the the phone near where the uh, person or, or where you're trying to listen to is, is relatively nearby, it will actually do a pretty good job in real time uh, picking up the, the audio of uh, whoever's speaking or, or whatever you're trying to listen to. So it's a, it'd be good if you're in a setting where uh, there's a speaker and you're, maybe you're a little bit far. Uh, so it'd be good in that sort of setting. Uh, but there's n- numerous uses people could use this for. Uh, but keep in mind, if you do have voiceover, uh, it does, have the voiceover go through the the speaker on the device. So uh, you would have to um, uh, mute the voiceover if you do need uh, voiceover for whatever reason, uh, for those who have uh, vision and hearing problems.
0: Nelson, as we broaden this out a little bit, what are some other notable companies who are working on assistive devices for hearing loss?
1: Yeah, the good thing about this is that other mainstream companies are are looking at this as well. So we're looking at Sony, uh, Bose is is doing uh, similar technology, uh, Jabra. Uh, who's known for um, uh, Bluetooth headsets. So uh, those three companies, and probably a lot more out there that are, uh, um, you know, names that we're not familiar with that are looking into it that are probably more economical brands. But, uh, um, you know, something like this is, is going to be beneficial to people uh, that have mild and moderate uh, hearing loss. Uh, uh, obviously, it's not going to help those with, um, you know, more hearing loss, but uh, it, it does extend out to those people who do need that uh, Something, um, you know, otherwise, uh, you know, most people, like I said, uh, really don't utilize uh, hearing aids as they age, and you know, as uh, you know, when people get older, it's, it's something could be beneficial and it, it could be isolating if uh, if you don't, um. If you don't have uh, the means to communicate with other people.
0: It's also nice to have one device, right? You're not trying to switch between four or five different things to get your needs exactly. met. That you just have one set of AirPods or earbuds that do this for you. So that there's definitely something to that as technology continues to get a little bit more mainstream on the inclusion front. Nelson, let's talk about community because there's been a website created called Vision Village that's aiming to connect teenagers who are living with vision loss. What's the story behind this website?
1: Yeah, let's uh, uh, start with a, a teenager. Her name is uh, I think the, the Talia Braun. Um, so she was experiencing some isolation uh, because she, she was when she was growing up, uh, she had a prosthetic eye. And uh, she felt isolated uh, from other kids um, who may not have thought that that was something that they wanted to associate with. Uh, You know, kids can be pretty mean uh, at that age. So uh, she felt uh, really isolated growing up, and she didn't want other people to feel the same way. Um, So with the help of her father, she launched a website, a virtual pen pal uh, website. Uh, Last I checked, there's uh, 30 kids from age 6 to 16 uh where you can actually see someone's profile not all of them are there but there's probably i think there's like four or five that i saw there uh so you can just connect with uh, an, an individual or or whoever they feel like that you can match up to and and it's a uh, kind of a cool idea uh, that she's able to do this with her dad and and uh allows these kids to have you know who have similar situations to sort of reach out to someone and have something in common with them because uh, you might not have that in your local school setting so and this is simply done through uh, her website, and it's actually a, a wearevisionvillage.org, v- uh, 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 all one word. So if uh, you look out for it, um, that's her website. So and it's it's pretty cool. So and she's looking to actually start up a app as well uh, to, f- to find more people who are interested in doing this, and uh, she's actually getting people to uh, send her donations as well to uh, help her with the website. So. Uh, it's a pretty cool idea that she's doing this and, and it's um you know it's a good time of year, uh, especially when the kids are feeling a little bit isolated uh, with holidays around the corner.
0: Nelson, you said that fairly quickly. What's the website address one more time? Uh we are visionvillage.org, all one word. Right on. Hey Nelson, thank you for this. We appreciate it. Have a great day. Awesome. Take care.